Welcome to Sustainable Scaling, a podcast for small service-based business owners who want to simply and sustainably scale from six to seven figures with strategy, systems, and a little bit of soul. My name's Adrienne Gallia, the founder and CEO of Soulpreneur, where I'm on a mission to help business owners just like you create time, financial, and lifestyle freedom through strategy operations and building a team so that you have a business that you not only love and pays you super well, but that can operate without you. So you can take actual unplugged vacations, you can step away from social media, and you can spend your time doing the things you love with the people that you love. Welcome to the show. Does money flow in and out of your business and you use this cross your fingers method and hope it all works out? I want to talk to you about how you can be more discerning and more intentional around how money moves through your business. So one of the things that I'm committing to in 2023 is taking more ownership of wearing the CFO hat in my business. So the chief financial officer, for me, it's really easy. And this is something that I do quite often with other people's businesses, with other of my clients, is to look at someone else's financials and identify the bottlenecks and the opportunities and the strengths and the long-term and the short-term strategy. And I find it's a lot less easy to do with my own business, but I'm determined to get better at it this year. So let's get to this. So the first thing that I want to preface this with is to say that I tend to be a very worst case scenario type person. <laughs> I joke that like I sh- I missed my calling as being a lawyer, like I should have been a lawyer or some type of profession that just thinks about all of the things that could possibly go wrong down the road. Like I've always been really uh, aware of trying to make decisions so that you can avoid the worst case scenario. So what I want to encourage you to do, if you are not a person who does that, is to think worst case scenario for a second of looking at the at the money that's going in and out of your business. And what I also want to preface this with is that if you are newer in your business, this probably isn't going to be as applicable to you because you're not really going to have any type of historical model to look at. So if you are in a place where, you know, for the last couple of months, you've had revenue coming in, then let's talk about this. But if you are not to that place yet where you're, where you've had revenue generation uh, for the last couple of months, then this probably isn't going to be super applicable to you. But if you have that historical data, then let's talk about moving away because when people start their business, it's, it's often the case that you are working in conjunction with your partner to um, make sure that the, the family bills get paid and that you're taking on some type of risk in moving from nine to five to full-time business owner or whatever the case may be. I want to talk about this specifically through the lens of your business is your sole source of income, and that's going to be what you need to uh, be able to provide for yourself and for your family and pay your bills and all those things. So looking at worst case scenario of what do you need to be bringing in? What do you need to be able to pay everyone that you need to pay? If you've got a team, if you've got contractors, if you've got employees, if you've got a coach that you pay or a consultant, if you've got services that you pay for, if you've got a website that you're paying for, if you've got a Canva subscription that you're paying for, like all of the things that you've got to pay for in your business, let's take all of those expenses 
and look at what you need to be able to actually live. Like what is the money that you need to transfer from your business into your own personal bank account to, and depending on the business structure that you have, you might not be able to actually transfer money from your business to your bank account, whatever that looks like for you and your specific business model. Um, But to be able to take care of your personal bills, right? Like worst case scenario, what would it look like if things changed with the way your revenue was coming in, right? So (laughs) this doesn't have to be all doom and gloom. I want to talk about this in a way that's actually going to be really helpful for you. So the first thing that I want you to look at is revenue versus expenses. So looking at this is it's really simple like i want you to think about starting a spreadsheet if you don't already have one and just list if you don't do anything other than this i want you to list a column for revenue and i want you to list a column for expenses and plug in all of the revenue that you have coming in plug in all of the revenue that you know is going to be coming in for the next few months um for as long as you know it you don't have to do this you know, for months and months and months at a time, this is going to be like an ongoing thing that you want to be looking at. But how can you start to plug numbers in of what you know is going to be coming in versus what you know is going to be going out? And what would happen if you were no longer there? If the money stopped coming in? Like what would happen if that client that you were expecting to pay a large bill, maybe two months from now, defaulted on their payment. Would that throw things terribly off? If you were to um, get hit with an additional expense, like a large additional expense, would you be able to cover it? Like, what does that look like for you? Um, And just get really clear on that so that you are prepared one way or another. So looking at your revenue versus expenses, and like I said, like you want to choose uh, a time frame where you can actually grab onto historical data. So you can look at this maybe month by month by month, like looking at every month, this is typically what's been coming in versus what's been going out. Or you can do this quarterly, like whatever makes the most sense for your business. I know that when I was doing this for um, my nonprofit that I ran my nonprofit performing arts studio that I ran, we, we didn't operate on a cash Uh, accounting basis, we operated on accrual basis, which means when people signed up like in August to enroll their kid in dance or enroll their kid in music or whatever, that got accounted for the full year. So all nine months of their payments got accounted for in August. And then we never accounted for them again. They just simply got brought in um, from, from that point on through like a monthly payment plan. But it made sense for me to know that I could go back and look at historical data from year to year. So it was specific to my type of business model. So look at whatever makes the most sense for your type of business model, month to month, quarter to quarter, year to year, whatever makes the most sense. And look at what you're going to have coming in and what you're going to have going out. And you might say, well, I have no idea what's going to be coming in four months from now. I don't know. You're right. You don't. But having some type of idea um, to make a, the best educated guess that you can make is going to put you miles ahead of where you would be if you just didn't look at it at all. So the second thing that I want you to look at is is um, the difference between financial forecasting and capacity forecasting. Because the primary benefit of looking at, um, at, at of doing some financial forecasting is looking at like, what do you have flexibility for in your business? So Things like, do you have enough money to make an investment? Whether that's hiring a coach 
or another team member or building out a new system or rebranding, doing a rebrand or revamping your website or whatever the case may be, doing taking on some type of special project. Do you have enough? Do you have enough to invest in that? So I talk about capacity. um, And when I say capacity, I specifically mean uh, how much time, money, energy, Uh, Do you have, how much support do you have? There can be a lot of things, but what I really want you to look at is like the financial side of things and the support time energy side of things sort of lumped together. So based on the money that you have coming in and going out, are you going to be able to afford that? Or are you going to need to increase your revenue to be able to afford what the thing that it is that you want to be able to do? And beyond that, what is your, uh, operational capacity. So you're doing some capacity forecasting of like, are you already tapped out? Does your team not have any more time to give? If this is going to be um, like, do you need to bring someone on to do the work that it is that you're contracted to do that maybe you're going to start a, a large project for a client two months from now? Is your team already tapped out on time and energy? And that might mean you need to look at bringing on another team member or if you don't if if you don't really have the operational capacity to start doing that but you also don't really have the financial capacity to bring on another team member would it make more sense to start looking at where can you start taking where could you invest in a system that's going to cost significantly less than investing in a brand new team member especially if you bring people on like as full-time employees, where could you invest in a system that would maybe give your team the time back to be able to take on what it is that you need to do to be able to take on that client or to be able to take on that project so that you're able to work a little bit smarter around the system instead of hiring that other team member, you can you can build out a system. And this is all this is all just hypothetical uh, scenario this that could be more specific based on your business, um, based on what you have going on, right? So the financial forecasting versus capacity for, forecasting piece and um, really starting to look at what's going to make the most sense for you based on where you're trying to get to. Like I know that for the agency side of my business, if I were to bring on if I were to bring on one, two, maybe three, depending on the scope of the work being done, maybe I could I could handle one more, I could handle two more, maybe three, depending on the scope, and I would have to start hiring. Even at two, I think I would start to tap out based on, um, not based on financial capacity. I would have the financial capacity to hire someone else and I would need to because the operational capacity would just, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be able to function. The people that we already have working would not be able to do what they need to do in order to be able to serve those clients effectively. So that's what we want to look at there. The last thing is when you run into a cash flow bottleneck. So if you are in a situation where you're like, well, if I did take on those couple more clients, like I would definitely in a position to be able to hire, or I've got the additional cash flow to be able to take that on right now, or whatever that looks like based on where you're at, um, start to starting to look at when you have a cash flow bottleneck, you've got to either increase your revenue or decrease your expenses. This is pretty, pretty straight straightforward, pretty cut and dry. When you've got a cash flow bottleneck, meaning you're not able to do the things that you need to do, or you're not able to take on more to be able to expand what you're doing because you don't have the cash flow coming in to be able to actually um, actually operate the way that you would need to operate, you either need to 
increase your revenue or decrease expenses. That goes back to thinking about like, could you bring on another team member or do you need to build out a system to replace some of what your team is already doing manually, right? And then the way that I look at this, because when you are, when you're thinking about financial forecasting and, and financial strategy, you are, you're thinking about like, what do I have the reserves for in my business to be able to take something on. So when I look at this, if you're looking to, when you're looking to make moves in your business that are going to cost you money, I use the, the three, six, 12 rule. So the three, six, 12 rule, it's, I don't know if this is a real thing. I just call the three, six, 12 rule. So it's three, six or 12 months worth of operating expenses. So I, th- I think about it in terms of three months to start six months to scale and 12 months to leap. So when you are just starting out, um, not necessarily just starting out, but just starting out really thinking about how to make your business tighter in the way that it's holding on to cash, the way that it's using cat, the way that it's processing cash through your business is when you first start to take this type of financial approach in your business, you want three months worth of operating expenses to start. So before you start taking on that other team member, before you start whatever project that you've got, before you start uh, with another coach or whatever it might be, I want you to try to get to the point where you have three months of operating expenses in the bank. That's the goal. And that's what I tell my clients is we want to get you to the point where you've got three months. If worst case scenario, going back to what pretended it all together, what we were talking about in the beginning, worst case scenario, if it were to all go wrong, can you get three months of operating expenses in the bank, in reserve, in a savings account or whatever, so that if worst case scenario, everything just blew up and dried up, that you would be able to pay yourself, pay your team, pay your bills your personal and your business bills, whatever that looks like for you. So that's when you're just getting started. That's the three. That's the three-month rule. The six-month rule, when you want to scale and you want to start. So when when you're scaling, when I think about scaling, the way that I define it is when you are increasing your revenue while decreasing uh, you're out, you're increasing, uh, you're increasing input while decreasing output. That's how I define scaling. So do you, when you get to the point of trying to do that and you're maybe taking on a little bit more risk to increase that input while decreasing your capacity, you might want to look at now going into six months worth of operating expenses just in case so that you know that if the if the new strategies, if the risks that you're taking don't pan out or they don't pan out as quickly as you need them to in order to be able to scale in the way that you're looking to scale, you've got six months worth of operational expenses in the bank so that you know that you'll be able to get paid, you'll be able to pay your team, and you'll be able to pay your bills. And then when you really want to take a big leap, you've got 12 months of operating expenses in the bank. So you're building as you go. So to to build out your operate your financial capacity that you are building out Three six twelve three months to three months to start six months to scale and twelve months to leap. So as we go through all of this, just know, or as we have gone through all of this, just know that it's not going to be perfect when you start. But it is something. Like I said, if you just start to do something with this, start to be a little bit, start to use your peripheral vision around the financial health of your business. 
doing something is better than nothing. It's better than a head in the sand approach where you're like, everything's going to work out. It's all going to be fine. So just start messy, start done as starting is better than not doing it. Done is better than perfect. This is not, you're not going to be done doing this, but it's that, it's that same thinking. The best time to start doing this is today. So if this is something that you want more help on, this is definitely something that I help clients with. Operational capacity in general is something that I, I, is what I help clients with. So if you are, um, if you are, if you are on the um, newer end of your business, so you're you're generating like twenty five hundred to twenty five thousand dollars per month in your business, um, I've got Sustainable Growth Lab where we go through all of this. I want to help you um, pay yourself a six figure salary, not just earn six figures, but pay yourself a six figure salary where you'll be able to build out your operational capacity, your financial capacity. You're going to have systems in place. You're going to have structure and support in your business so that if so that that worst case scenario is not going to be so worst case scenario. That's my genius. So that's what Sustainable Growth Lab does when you're in that range. Um, you can also get on the wait list for solopreneur to supported CEO. If you're beyond that, if you're doing um, more toward the $25,000 a month range or considerably past that, then I'd love to speak with you more about working with my agency to either take things off your plate or to work with me um, as a consultant, as an operations consultant, or even fractional COO in your business or some type of combination of both. Um, but I hope this was helpful and I wish you a 2023 of wonderful financial health in your business. And I'll see you in the next one. Well, friend, we have reached the end of another episode. But before you go, I wanted to ask if you found this episode helpful, inspirational or insightful, or hopefully a little bit of all three. And if so, I would really appreciate your leaving a five star review or sharing it with your friends on social media. And if you do, I would love to send you a complimentary copy of my month by month yearly planning template, which is kind of the greatest spreadsheet of all time. <laughs> I love making spreadsheets. It's amazing to organize what you're planning, what you're promoting, and what you're preparing. It'll organize your launches, your content, what your team should be working on if you've got a team. And it includes a video training to get you going with the, with the template. And all you've got to do is take a screenshot of your review and then tag me on Instagram in a story, or you can DM it to me at sustainable scaling. I appreciate your support so much, and I will catch you in the next episode.